In the red. In the red. Look, I got to make more money from this podcast. <laughs> it's my only source of income. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, today's episode is brought to you by, <laughs> by Amazon. <laughs> hey, I'm Marin. And I'm Harry. And this is A Forever. The show where we each bring three words or terms or phrases that the other one doesn't know based on a single theme that each of us have brought respectively. And the other one has to figure out what they mean. And that's the game. <laughs> okay, so last week, you went first, so mm-hmm. this week. I go first. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, I'll go first. Yes, good. My theme this week is pop music. Ooh. Is that why I heard <laughs> Henry Baby one more time? <laughs> Playing upstairs earlier today. No, that was a coincidence. (laughs) I was like, this good working music? Okay, so my first term is word painting. Word (laughs) painting. Yes. Um, Okay, a word is a sound made up of letters, each of their own sound, Mm -hmm. with a meaning used in language. Yes, that seems... It seems like a good definition. An adequate definition. <laughs> yes. A painting is a uh, piece of art usually made with paint, which is liquid color, mm-hmm. um, either depicting something in reality or an abstract representation of a feeling, mood, emotion, or thing. A word painting. My first thought is like a mm-hmm. word cloud. Okay. I is see. that somehow related? Um. No, not really. Is it like a visual representation of the lyrics in a song? Can you elaborate? For example, Wrecking Ball, a painting of a wrecking ball. It has more to do with the relationship between the content of the lyrics mm-hmm. and the m- Music? musicality. Yeah, the way they're Okay, presented. word painting. Is it the relationship between, maybe I'm just repeating exactly what you just said, but somehow (laughs) like that the musicality of the song, the instrumentation is reflective of the content of the lyrics? Yes. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Okay. The delivery is reflective of the content of the lyrics. The delivery of the singing? Yes. Well, the word choice and the music just reflect one another. I'll give some examples and that will maybe. Is it in the sense that like the rhythm goes along with it or that if I'm singing about explosions there's kind of an explosive quality to the music it's like if you're singing about explosions there's an explosive quality to the music okay good good example <laughs> um, that's hey, my that's that man. <laughs> but I have other oh, perfect. prepped and ready I made a playlist so in in Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen there's a line where he says it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the right. minor fall, the major lift. And, and in the, the music, he yeah. plays like the a fourth of whatever the, the home chord, the home yes. key of the song is. And then a fifth. And then there's like a minor part and then a major part. So now we're going to play that. And then a minor chord and then a, a major <laughs> lift. Like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, the baffled king composing. You can really hear the baffled king in the background. <laughs> 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 what I think is another example 
is in Landslide mm-hmm. by Fleetwood Mac. It's a smaller example, but one of the opening lines is I took my love and I took it down. And, it and goes, when she says down, down, yeah. And so now let's listen. Say when they say landslide, there's the big sound <laughs> of a landslide. I took my love took it down. That's, that's word painting. It's when cool. the lyrics and the music sort of reflect one another. So my next term is complementary chorus. Complementary chorus. Oh, it's when the chorus is like, this is an amazing song. Really enjoying the song. <laughs> is it like that? <laughs> wow, that yeah. first verse was so good. Can't wait for the next. Yeah, that's actually word painting. Uh, that's word painting. <laughs> yeah. Okay, complimentary chorus. I imagine P-L-E-M-E-N-T-A-R-Y. Yes. Yes. Also, there's a C. No, no, plumentary chorus. Um, so it's one of those it's, English conventions. Words that start with PL <laughs> start with the, the silent C O M. Yeah. So complimentary. So the chorus itself, chorus is usually a repeating in popular music. Usually goes what? Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. Right? Yes, it's often bridge, chorus, chorus. Yeah, bridge, chorus, and then yeah. kind of repeated, repeated. Yeah. So the chorus is kind of um, usually the same lyrics throughout that you return to between the verses, verse, bridge, chorus, chorus. Yes. Um, and complementary chorus, is it when the verse somehow musically complements, or the chorus somehow musically complements the verses? No, it's it's not a chorus that complements the verse. Oh, compliments something else. Yes. Ah. Is it some other aspect of the song that it compliments? Yes. The lyrics. Nope. The music. Uh, <laughs> well, those the are... instrumentation. Lyrics is like too specific. It's 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 a large component. Content. No, no, no. It's a large like in the way that verse is one of the yeah. segments yes, of the song. Yes. The bridge. No. The end. The beginning. The middle. No. So now we've we've gotten rid of <laughs> the verse and the bridge, and so. The chorus. Yes. Compliments itself. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Is it one of those things where there's two different choruses kind of playing over one another, which complement each other? Yeah. So I think that's about as close as we're going to get. That, the complementary chorus has the same harmony and the same orchestration. So like the same instruments involved. Oh, but different involved. lyrics in each. But it's a different melody. And specifically, oh. it's a melody that overlaps with the original. Right. And it's a very a compl- 90s oh, thing. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. This is, I was thinking this. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And so now, we'll play Now we examples. have no examples. <laughs> no. Moving on. Yeah. Um, so I have one example from a Britney Spears song, because as I mentioned, this is a very 90s phenomenon. So first, I'm going to play the Oops, I Did It Again first chorus, the, the regular chorus, and then I'll play the complimentary chorus. And then there's a part where they overlap. So I'll play all three of those. And so then after the bridge is when the complimentary chorus comes in. So that's the complimentary chorus. It has like yes. the original lyrics are "Oops, I did it again." I played with your heart, got lost in the game, and then that one's like "Oops, I did it again yes. to your heart, got lost." So it's the same words. It's just different melody. Yes. 
and then but they perfectly overlap and they join at mm. the oops I did it again. And so what you'll hear in the next section is they're both playing. You can kind of hear in the background the mm. complimentary chorus. So it'll be like oops ah uh, oops ah. Uh, did it you know like they're complimenting and then yeah, this is I'm gonna submit this tape as an audition <laughs> for some sort of singing show um, and then when when it comes to the last oops I did it again mm-hmm. or whatever the last words of the chorus are then it sort of amplifies because the chorus and the compliment both join for those lyrics yes. and are saying them at the same time so it's amplified Yes. Glenn. Good. Yes. Well done. So, complimentary chorus, same harmony, same lyrics, different melody. Nice. Um, my final term mm-hmm. is slant rhyme. Slant rhyme. Mm-hmm. So, a traditional rhyming scheme, an A B A B, even an A B C A B C, even an A B A B. C D C D. Even A A B B. Even an ab. <laughs> the you, the you well kinda... known <laughs> derivative band. Yes. Ab. <laughs> yes. When they split up but stay together just in a different formation. Yeah. Um you would rhyme kind of at the end of each phrase mm-hmm. and or include some kind of meter so that all the lines follow a kind of um similar rhythm and number of beats yes okay um and so if it's slanted what was it called slanted rhyme slant rhyme slant rhyme yes um maybe where the thing where the word that rhymes with the next another line or word Mm -hmm. is changes within the line or something like that or you kind of move your rhyme onto the next line or something like that it's also called oblique rhyme. Oblique. Imperfect rhyme. Okay, so <laughs> is this either lines that don't rhyme with something or words that have to be changed to rhyme? Like or verses that don't follow a set scheme but occasionally do rhyme just to keep it up for fun? They do follow a set scheme. Um, I invite you to deconstruct ways in which something could half rhyme. Yes. Um, well, number one, it could kind of rhyme in what it actually sounds like, but I don't think that's what it is. Um, also, you could have a rhyming scheme where one of the lines that should rhyme doesn't. Does that sound right? It's the first one. It's the first one? Oh, <laughs> <Yes>. never mind. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. where it only kind of rhymes. Okay, so it's like words that only kind of rhyme. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I have two examples. I've got nine examples of this one. I've <laughs> got two examples, but this one was a little more challenging to mm-hmm. find. Yeah examples of because I'm sure there are a plethora of instances yes. it just hasn't it's so I think ubiquitous it's hard to that kind it of was hard to no one's databased it yes yeah exactly but I have one from the recent Taylor Swift song you need to calm down mm. in the opening lines she says um, you are somebody that we don't know but you're taking shots at me like it's Patron and she also says it's like damn it's 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Am. And the way you hear it in the way she delivers yeah. 7 a.m. is rather nasal to, to get the rhyme, rhyme. with damn. You well, are here. somebody that I don't know, 
But you're taking shots at me like it's Patron And I'm just like, damn It's 7am Okay, and the other one is from an older song, which is Take the Money and Run. Is a detective down in Texas. You know, he knows just exactly what the facts is. Facts is. Yeah, so he says. Texas. Yes. He says, I can't remember the name of the person, but someone's a perfect a detective. crime to me. Someone's <laughs> a detective in Texas and knows exactly what the facts is. Anyways, so slant rhyme. Do you want to summarize? Yes. Slant rhyme is using words that don't really rhyme. Yep. To rhyme. Yes. Yeah. They're just a close, close rhyme. Prox- There's a approximation. Yes. Okay, great. Those are my terms. That is the end of round one. <laughs> All right. Round two. My theme this week is gardening. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. This was based on um, doing a lot of gardening this week with my mom Mm, nice so I thought about gardening a bit nice my first term is green court green court yes c-o-u-r-t for court yes green court before Mm. you ask green is (laughs) g-r-y-n-e yes I figured yes Um, traditional spelling (laughs) okay well green is a color true It's, it's between yellow and blue Useful. <laughs> uh, relatively prevalent gardening color and court. There's a court like a royal court. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's a court like a tennis court. I'm not really sure what the definition of court is given these two Don't examples. know if there is one yeah. other than a place. <laughs> yeah. So is it an extended Neither of those. bit of grass? <laughs> That's what I was to say. some degree, yes. Like a large... It area of grass. It's not that large. A medium sized. <laughs> Perfect. Done. <laughs> yep. It's in something. It's in. Think of a something. word uh-huh. that begins with court, uh-huh. which is a compound word. Yeah. Courtyard. Yep. Yeah. A green courtyard. So, what is a courtyard? Jeez Louise. It's maybe an enclosed area, mm-hmm. welcoming area where maybe you would have to find a driveway or parking or something, a courtyard it's like in front of a building is it uh, the <laughs> is it the lead up to a building and there's just a lot of green in the plants kind of <laughs> I think courtyards don't necessarily need to be the lead up to a building <laughs> is it a backyard it could be that, between a lead up and a backyard <laughs> is it a greenhouse in the? is, it, is there some sort of Indoor garden? Kind of. (laughs) But replace indoor with another word. (laughs) Is it an outdoor garden? Yes, but where? (laughs) Inside. (laughs) Okay, maybe it's like you have a house that is um, sort of, there's a hollow bit or there's like a part in the middle that is open to the elements. Yes, kind of a forum. Yes. Yes, Yes, that's the green court. You got it first try. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Very yeah, good. Zero yes. hints. Those, they began, usually it was in monasteries and things. They would have these green courts where they had little herb gardens mm-hmm. kind of within the building. Interesting. Number two, not gardens, K-N. Okay. Mm, gardens. <laughs> not, not gardens. Um, okay, well, a garden is a collection of plants. A not is often something that you tie in rope. 
Mm, um, mm. Or it's tied in something. Yeah, because it doesn't necessarily need to be rope. Yeah. Um, a knot garden. He said. Secretively. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it some kind of plant that ties itself into knots? Maybe like vines? A bunch no. of vines? Think more about your definition of gardening. Okay. Because you said just a collection of plants. Yeah. Is not garden a verb? No. Okay. It's uh, a noun. It's a noun? It's a not garden. Think about kind of those really manicured, mm-hmm. like aristocratic-y gardens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what they kind of look like from above. Does it just have to do with the way that you arrange the plants? In a way, yes. <laughs> Where you arrange them into elaborate shapes just in the middle of the lawn maybe it's not like on the i feel like a simple gardening layout it's just the edges yes has stuff around them maybe with a knot garden it's like in the more in the middle and it's in a special shape maybe a shape of a knot basically yes (laughs) okay yeah knot gardens were these really elaborate gardens that started in the 18th and 19th centuries in the uk especially Mm -hmm. um where they would design um these kinds of lines of shrubs and mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. into these big elaborate knot designs that they could see from their fancy windows. Mm. Got it. A knot garden. <laughs> from their fancy windows. Fancy windows. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. Well done. That's a knot garden. Okay, cool. Number three. Cottage gardening. Okay. And don't think of the Canadian definition of cottage. Cottage in the non-Canadian sense I think just means a small-ish house yes maybe in a rural area yes and so is it just yes the (laughs) the way you garden around a small house no that's too general think about it in opposition to the previous word okay so cottage gardening and we're contrasting it to not gardening which had to do with fancy aristocratic gardens that you could see from windows cottage, well manicured things like well that, manicured yes. yes so in cottage gardening i mentioned cottage it's like maybe a smaller house it's in a rural area so it's not it's contrasted with the aristocratic mansion as being a simpler mm-hmm. abode and so maybe cottage gardening it's like a, a quote-unquote simpler endeavor where it's not arranged into extremely convoluted or fancy and difficult to maintain arrangements. Hmm. Um, it's like a simpler arrangement of plants that maybe requires less maintenance because you don't have an entire crew to do it for you. Yes, basically yes. Right. And also it's more um like wild. Mm. The kind it's more rustic and it's more localized as well, like using plants from your very specific area. Right. Nice. Yeah. Cool. It's a nice little cottage garden. Good. Nice. Well well done. Those are my three terms. <laughs> yeah. Well then that is the end of round two. So, for word painting, I gave you a four out of five. Nice. For a complimentary chorus, a four out of five. That's good. And for a slant rhyme, a four out of five. Uh, that's a all round pretty good. <laughs> for a 12 out of 15. Nice. For green court, I gave you three out of five. Oh, great. For not garden, I gave you a five out of five. Oh, great. And for cottage gardening, <laughs> I gave you four out of five. Oh, great. For an all round score of 
Uh, 12 out of 15. Uh, the same score. That's <laughs> uh, amazing. I have different numbers. With it. <laughs> this part, this section is just getting harder and harder to understand. If you would like to learn more about pop music and the techniques used therein, I would highly recommend the podcast Switched on Pop. Mm. That's where my terms were drawn from. And... It is great. I just can't. <laughs> and sing it's the good. Phrases. It's good. My terms were from the gardening googling <laughs> I did when thinking about gardening. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> yeah. A for effort is hosted and produced by me, Moraine, and me, Harry, and is edited by me, Moraine. But sometimes me, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Our sound engineer is Nick Shoup, and our illustrator is Marielle Wall. You can see their illustrations on our Instagram at A for Effort Cast. Our music is Chop Shop Instrumental by White Flowers, and our logo is by Eights. If you'd like to get into contact with us, you can send us an email at A for Effort Cast at gmail.com. And you can find the show wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get it. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, etc. <sighs> so many options. Other than that, we'll be back in two weeks. See you then. Bye. Oh, bye. Bye. Well, welcome back to our podcast, Inconclusively Discuss Major Issues.